Welcome to the She Speaks Podcast. I am your host, Shanika, but for this forum, you can call me Neek or Sis. This is a show for women that discusses real life topics to let you know that you are not alone on this journey called life. And while we're taking this journey, I'm also encouraging you to embrace the concept of true sisterhood. Are you ready, sis? Let's go. Hey sis, today I'm excited about this Dope Soul episode, and as you know, I am always excited to highlight other women and their stories. I get super excited when they are doing extra dope things in the community or in the lives of others. And today, I'm excited to sit down with a dope soul named Alexandria. So I'm ready for you to hear about and from this sister who's making a positive impact within her community and the lives of others. And according to her bio, Alexandria is a licensed professional counselor who opened up her private practice, Be Intentional Counseling and Consulting, LLC, in early 2018. She assists individuals and couples in addressing a variety of issues, including premarital counseling, communication, infidelity, breakup and divorce, recovery, parenting, depression, anxiety, grief, adjustments, military life, anger, career concerns and transitions, self-esteem, assertiveness training, and stress management. Woo! Check her out, (laughs) y'all. Her website is http beintentionalcc.com slash about. So that is where you will get all of that information. And y'all, I'm just excited. So Alex is married and a mother of four. She has two bonus sons, and then she has a daughter and a son. Uh, First things first, ma'am, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to allow me to interview you for She Speaks. Well, thank you so much for having me and that awesome introduction. I appreciate it. Um, (laughs) uh, This is an amazing platform, so I'm very excited because you have been out here killing the game yourself. So uh, dropping gems on us. So I appreciate that. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So sis, let's get started. So y'all already know, I like to give a little background. So for all of you that are listening on how Alex and I are connected, I went to middle school and high school with her husband. Um, Him and I also served in the military together. So this was one of those situations where my homeboy's wife is my friend too. Um, And the funny thing is we were just talking before we got started. And today is actually the first time that her and I are speaking to each other in person (laughs) and, you know, just having a conversation. So over the years, we've watched each other's families grow Um, And to me, it means a lot because I don't keep in touch with a lot of people from my childhood. Um, Alex and I are also members of the Divine Nine. And for those of you that are not aware of what the Divine Nine is, it is the nine historically Black fraternities and sororities. Alex and I follow each other on social media. And it's always a positive and uplifting experience. So, sis, for the people who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your journey, and why you agreed to come on the podcast? 
Absolutely. So as you said, I am a, a member of the Divine Mind, an illustrious woman of Sigma Gamma Rose Sorority Incorporated. Yes, let me throw that in there real quick. Um, <laughs> and um, outside of that, so I have been working in the mental health field for over 15 years now. Um, I started working with at-risk youth um, for a few years and then moved on to a community service board where I was um, dealing with those that are suffering with persistent mental illness, more severe things, schizophrenia and things like that. Um, but the bulk of my career has been spent working with adults serving in the military and their families, which was absolutely amazing for me because as a military wife of an active duty um, airman at that time, I could definitely relate to all the stressors that they were going through because that's a very, um, kind of misunderstood population and there's a lot of nuances to it so um, I was just excited to be doing that and um, after my husband finished up with the military we both settled uh, decided to settle back in Georgia where we're from and currently are in Augusta um, so it was time for me to kind of have my turn and open my private practice, Be Intentional Counseling and Consulting. Um, you can follow me at Be Intentional CC on IG and Facebook. And now I predominantly work with women and couples, um, just kind of helping them get unstuck, kind of bring some clarity to the visions of their lives, releasing habits that no longer serve them, and using the power of communication to teach them how to not only create but sustain healthy and loving relationships, whether that be with their spouses, kids, coworkers, friends, parents, whoever. And um, but I absolutely love what you're doing with this podcast. And it's just so empowering for women to to understand that we are not alone in this life journey, especially women of color. Um, I don't think we hear that enough. And I also really love the fact that you do highlight and speak so well about the military and that journey. And a lot of your guests are military affiliated because I think that is a population that is misunderstood. So I love that. Thank you. Um, so one, <clears throat> the fact that you have all of this background and this experience in, in what you do I just think it's so amazing because especially as someone who's in the military, you know, sometimes we don't want to reach out to mental health professionals. We, you know, there was this, I say was because it's changed over the years, but there was this stigma about, you know, just going to go see someone and, and talking to people. And the fact that you use the communication piece to make sure that, <laughs> we are able to communicate with our spouses or with our children. And that is so important because I'll be honest with you, it, sometimes communication it was not my strong suit, right? Like I would just mm -hmm. act out of emotion um, and those different things. And when you take that time to sit back and peel, get to the root of why you do things the way that you do things and why do you react the way that you do, um, Yo, communication is a big deal. And I'm just super oh, yeah. excited about your journey and just the fact that you have your private practice now. Yeah, um, thank you. <laughs> and I just love watching, you know, your post. And, you know, I there was one post, and this is so off script, but you guys did like a, um, it was like a couple's trip a while oh, ago. Oh, yes. 
and and this year (laughs) corona Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and it was just so beautiful to see so i thank you for being that pillar in the mental health community for those military families and for women and for children because sometimes those are the what i see those are some of the groups that sometimes get left behind so thank you for what you are doing and I'm happy to take this journey with you sis (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) so you all have already heard about Alex's busy life uh, mother of four she's also (laughs) a wife and she also has her own private practice so today we are going to talk about that work-life alignment and I picked this particular topic because you are helping others through counseling and consulting and you have a full life of your own. And like I stated earlier, you have your own practice and you're married and you have children. And sis, what's the secret? How do you make it all work? (laughs) Well, first, let me say, thank you for not saying work-life balance because that is not a thing. Like (laughs) balance is not, is not where it's at. But, um, it's definitely challenging and so my bonus babies are like oh they one is in college and one is almost out the house and so um my littles are um eight seems to be nine and three seems to be four and so when I really kind of lost my mind was going from one to two littles like that was a game changer for me because I was you know, contemplating doing the practice and doing the wife thing and all this stuff. And so I got to the point where I kind of felt like I was drowning in my own life. Mm-hmm. I was like, team, no sleep. Um, my son has asthma, so he needs breathing treatments and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, baby girl had real homework because she was in school. Um, <laughs> my husband was, you know, still on the, the cusp of that transition to becoming a civilian. Um, trying to be present for clients, being present for friends. Because mm-hmm. you're my friend, like we committed, we together. So um, it's a lot of energy pulled there too. And so um, really just having to sit back and figure out like what is going on. So took a happy little trip to Home Goods and I found this picture from my office at work that said, Live every day with attention. And that really started to resonate with the clients, but it also kind of started to permeate my thoughts. And I got a little obsessed with it. Intention became my word for that year. Um, And I really wanted to take sincere inventory Mm -hmm. of if I was living my life with intention and getting clear on what that means and looks like for me. Mm -hmm. So I think that a lot of people take the standpoint that it starts with time management and, you know, don't do this and don't waste your time. But really... It, it does come down to that intention and the, because that is the why behind everything that exists in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, from kind of identifying who the woman, who is the woman that I want to be and why, and how does everything need to line up to make that happen, um, which then clarifies priorities. So that's like, you know, what's the intention for my marriage? What, what kind of wife do I want to be? What's the intention for my role as a mom? My intention for a therapist? What, is, what does joy look like for me? Mm-hmm. So pulling all those pieces together um, 
really was the start of creating that alignment. Right. I don't want to ramble, so I'm going to pause right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did that look like? Because there were different pieces of your life where you wanted to be intentional. What do right. I want to look like as a wife, as a professional, as a mom, those different things. So how did you, how did you start? Right. And I asked that because we have all these different boxes and we have to check right. them, but how do you become intentional about one area of your life while making sure the other ones are still, you know, you're still right. able to align those. How okay. do you do that? <laughs> um, so I am a, I love a good notebook. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pen and paper girl. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so it really came through um, the journaling piece and asking myself hard questions to see, um, you know, at this age, stage, whatever's going on in my life, um, what do I want? What does it look like in being super clear? And let me say this. I think that that conversation has to be developed over time because at that point, when I when I got there, it, we were, my husband was, you know, done with the Air Force. Mm-hmm. We were here in Georgia. We knew that's where we were going to be. Right. And so before then, I don't know if the answers to those questions would have looked the same. So you do have to take that into account mm-hmm. about where you are in your life stage, because, you know, every three to five, four years or whatever, moving around, my intentions mm-hmm. are going to be different. Mm-hmm. And so once I, you know, figured out like, okay, who do I want to be? What do I want to be now? How long do I want to do this job? You know, um, how long do I want to kind of just, what's the population I want to work with? Do I still have a passion for this and that and the other? Um, you know, now I have two kids, what I want to show them, what I want to make sure is happening in my relationship, um, really kind of just, Take an inventory of that simply came from journaling, simply came from asking myself just those really basic questions and trying to align the things that are happening with that. Um, even what I was down to what I was watching on TV, like how is this serving me and how was it showing up in my life? Because m- me and them housewives <laughs> had a relationship, okay? And I remember my daughter was like two. Mm-hmm. And um she did some kind of little snap of her neck and I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, ma'am. So it, it just triggered me to understand like everything we take in helps cultivate the person and the woman that we are. And what do I want to show my daughter? Mm. That's not it. Like they're entertaining. That's fun. But me watching somebody else's life is doing what for mine? Mm. In the time I'm watching this episode, I could have read a book. I could have, you know, had a meaningful conversation with someone. And so I really had to take inventory of the energy that I'm putting out into someone else's life. Like Nene and Candy's beef just wasn't, (laughs) what does that mean for me at the end of the day? Right. And so really just kind of taking inventory of all of that stuff and curating even my social media to be more positive. So that it's reflective of more of what I want to show up in my life. When I get on there, I want to see a post 
from she speaks you know what i'm saying that's speaking life into me like okay that's what i needed um and just really aligning every side of the line everything i do with how i want my life to manifest hmm. so since while you was over here talking i couldn't write <laughs> stuff down fast enough <laughs> <laughs> because that you hit it on the head everything that we take in should cultivate who we are and I'm not sure if no maybe some of the listeners get it and maybe some of them are still trying to figure that out but you never know how important that intake is until you don't have any room for anything else Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I, I laugh because you know and listeners don't get us wrong right don't don't get it wrong we understand people like to watch tv you like to watch shows like you get we get all of that it's the consumption piece and i try to pay attention to that myself because a lot of people do you watch this do you watch that and i'm like nope i don't because there's some things that i want to do and me watching tv it's usually just background noise (laughs) Yep. yep and i've noticed that some of the, even like some of the music that you take in, uh, yes. some of the conversations that you should or should not be a part of that you take in, that self-evaluation is real. So yeah, I got some good quotes coming up for when your podcast come out. <laughs> <laughs> that was, what that hit me right there when you said that can, and I'm paraphrasing, but that consumption of the things that you bring in because of the things that you want to put out. And the fact that you said, what do I want my children to see? And when you, your daughter with the neck roll and... Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're not going to be around here flipping tables and throwing drinks in people's face. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> and And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's fine for, you know... Um, you know, having a little—I mean, I'm on the shade room every once in a while. We all, you know, we all do that. Mm-hmm. You know, just get a little, little sip of tea, yeah. just a little bit, and then and step back out. But you do have to be intentional with your time and the things that you're taking in, because, like, a lot of times people will, you know, kind of get in the frame of mind, like, I don't have enough time for myself. I don't have enough time to do things. Like, where can you trim the fat in your life? And for me, it was like you, TV. Like, I cannot, I have three shows right. <laughs> that I watch faithfully. Uh-huh. Praise God for Hulu, because um, I can never see them in real time. Right. But I I know I want to do something else. I know I want to do something bigger. And if I want to, you know, learn a TikTok with my daughter or have a water balloon fight with the kids or just take a nap, yes. I want to be yes. able to you know, carve out the space and time to do that. And, the, and and people sometimes are resistant to routines and stuff like that, but routines help me create freedom in my life. And I can't do that if I'm spending time in places that for me are a time buster, depending on what I'm trying to create. That, that was a good one too. <laughs> I'm not a routine person. I have certain things that I do, but I'm not a, okay, at this time I got to do this, at this time I got to do that. I'm not that structured, but I do have somewhat of a routine and and it helps and I get that part. So I want to ask you a question. When you started being intentional about those different areas and your intake and what you were putting out, 
how did that affect you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically? Like, were you able to see the change uh, and were others able to see that? Um, I definitely was able to see it because I just had a different level of peace mm-hmm. and I wasn't as frazzled mm-hmm. um, because I feel like before I was kind of chasing time, mm-hmm. trying to hold on to it as fast as I can to make sure that everything gets done because, you know, as you know, as a wife and a mom and, and whatever roles people have, daughter, sister, cousin, whatever, mm-hmm. sometimes there's a lot of demand on your time. And when your time is not intentional, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't feel like it, but you know, I'll go over here and I'll do this thing for you. And um, it ends up where you're very exhausted. And what have you accomplished that quote unquote maybe needed to be done right. or that you even wanted to be done? Um, and so bringing that intention piece to understand that I command my time. Mm -hmm. And so this is what I want it to look like. And it doesn't necessarily have to be super duper structured. Like I do this at this time. And it's just that I know on Sundays I have to take some time out 30 minutes to kind of just touch base with next week and Mm -hmm. see what's going to happen. Or, you know, I want to make sure that I'm done with work by this time. So I have time to spend with, you know, the family or whatever. So being able to just kind of reverse course Mm -hmm. and start taking more accountability for my time, knowing where it goes, because I used to get on IG and it's like, Oh wait, it's four o'clock. Dang, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) So, Oh, I've been watching, you know, I've been watching Netflix this long. Like the days would just go by and it's like, you can't say you don't have time for stuff. Right. (laughs) You know, like you can, you there is that saying you can have it all but not at the same time I do think that's true but and I think that having your intentions laid out also affords you the opportunity to prioritize because I also realize that I need to try and not try and do I need to do less than what I was doing so that I can be effective and actually finish something mm, got it Ooh, okay Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And now I, I pause because it, this conversation is affecting me right now, even while we're talking. And it's just, so I noticed your keyword of be intentional. And when you do your post, it's, you know, you say be intentional. And that just puts you in a different headspace because now it's like you're putting forth the effort and you know why you're putting forth the effort. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to stay on track. <laughs> <laughs> but that but that why is the motivator behind everything. When I get discouraged, when I get that you know, because entrepreneurship is hard, you know what I'm saying? And I think it helped me understand that I had to release the expectation that just because I love what I do right. doesn't mean that it would be easy all the time. Hmm. Yep. That's true. And so I'm like, okay, nope. What's what's the goal? What we're trying to get to? Why are you doing this? What are you trying to do? You're trying to like build a legacy. You're trying to have something. You're trying to make an impact on people's lives. Get focused. You got this. Yes, that is so true. Because I have this. So I am just starting down the entrepreneurial road, and I love 
doing this. I love talking to other people. I love just helping other people, right? And I had that reality check. I'm like, I love what I do, but this is not easy. Trying to make it your own, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of my day job, on top of being wife and mom, Mm -hmm. sister friend, sorority sister, you know, all those different things. And I know I have days where I unplug. Mm-hmm. And I started Absolutely. more now than ever on Thursdays. I don't even get on social media. Yes. I start off small, right? Because a lot of my platforms are social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And I had to be intentional about that yes. because it's easy to roll over in your bed and then you just pick up your phone and you just get to click, 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 click. And it took such an effort to not go straight to the app. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Roll, <laughs> right? And yeah, and my why? Why do I do that? Is because I want to be at peace. I want to shut out for a little bit, just to kind of get back to who I am. Because it's so easy to get caught up in social media and not comparing yourself. But like you said, that time gets away. You go down a rabbit hole. You're like, oh. Especially on Instagram. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> you just look and you just start scrolling. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. It's already four o'clock. <laughs> what right. <is> that? <laughs> so I do appreciate you sharing that piece as far as what you did and what that looked like for you um, when you were able to no kidding say, this is what I'm going to do. So my next question is in that work life alignment i want to kind of hit each quote unquote box that you're in so now if you don't mind and i'm not going to get deep on this part but when it comes to your marriage right Mm -hmm. some people have it structured to where it's god husband children or god children husband like whatever it is your structure that's what works for you but in all of this because you had the transition with your husband going from active duty to a civilian and then you transitioning from now you get to be the one where it's your career, right? Mm-hmm. How do you align what you want to do and still, I'm not going to say fitting that in, but showing up as the wife, but still chasing your passion at the same and I don't want to say chasing your passion but going after for what you want so you can create that that legacy for your children what does that look like for you so that wasn't um that has always been intentional because I've known like I am a counselor nerd to my core okay Okay. like this is what I love to do have always loved to do Mm -hmm. undergrad with psychology like this is my jam Mm -hmm. and so Um, there has been an ongoing conversation Mm -hmm. with my husband regarding what happens when the air force is over. It was, it never came out of the blue for him that I wanted to have a private practice. Mm -hmm. It was never out of the blue when things were going to end in the air force. Mm -hmm. Um, it just has been, it's really about communication and making sure that we have an understanding 
of what each other's goals are and so that we're supportive of each other mm-hmm. and we can manage our expectations with that. Mm-hmm. When he was in school, you know, or studying for promotion or working on his master's or whatever he had going on at the time, mm-hmm. we had to have a powwow and a conversation like, hey, this is what this looks like right now. Um, I'm not going to have as much time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, got it. You you can't do dinner on Friday anymore, or this is what's going on. You can't get the baby from daycare. Got it. Um, so same thing when it was time for us to, you know, make such a transition for both of us. Um, it was a lot of communication to manage our expectations to say, this is what this looks like for me. Um, what, what is your vision of it? So, so that we're clear and that we're both on the same page. And now that we both have an understanding, now, like, let's flush this out so we're on one page together. Because, you know, obviously, with me, um, I was, like you, working my main job, Mm -hmm. and then this was my side job until it became my main. Mm -hmm. Um, That is a financial transition. I like a good, secure check. Right. Okay? (laughs) And I love Target. And so... (laughs) I need everything to, to be where it needs to be so that we can still, you know, have our lifestyle. So, you know, definitely just setting up everything and having honest, forthright conversations, not assuming and not um, approaching it with the attitude. Oh, he should just know that this is what I want to do. He should just, you should just know that. Oh, I thought you just knew that I was expecting this thing. Like, no, let me tell you what this looks like for me so that we both, have spoken words because it's I'm I'm gonna pick on women, but we are good for having whole conversations in our head. Like I don't understand why you didn't get. Oh, I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, so having the conversations out loud, making sure communication happens, right. and being very focused and intentional. Because the other thing with that, I had to get clear first about my vision before I can tell it to him. Hmm. That is so important. Um, I can't come at that man with like, yeah, I think I'm gonna start a business. Okay. What does that look like? What, what is the rent on the office? Where's the furniture coming from? What, you know, and as it should be, and it's not, I didn't receive that as questioning, you know, anything that I was doing It's just, Hey, these are some things you need to consider. You know, I'm willing to, cause silent partner, whole partner, whatever. He is a part of this process because it's going to be a game changer there are long nights that come with figuring out because I went to school to be a therapist. I didn't go to school for, you know, billing and bookkeeping and all that stuff. So, you know, there's the learning curve here and that's going to be time away from the family. So we definitely had to communicate about that. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Right. Because one, it's good to have a supportive spouse. Yes, absolutely. Two, that communication piece is so important, especially when you have a vision of something that you've always been communicating and then it's time to put it into place, right? Mm -hmm. Because we need all hands on deck. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. All hands on deck, please. (laughs) Okay, so I see the pattern communication being open about that communication. So Alex, what do you do when maybe the communication isn't working? 
maybe I'm I'm the wife and I, I have this vision and I'm trying to communicate with my spouse, but I just, maybe I'm just not getting it right. Maybe he's just, maybe I'm not communicating to him the way he can hear it. What do I do with that? How do I, how do I work through that? So I'm always a proponent to bring in a third party and not your mama cousin and them because we need somebody <laughs> neutral. Right. We need someone who, whose goal is to, I'm, I'm, I always tell my couples, like, I'm here to help the marriage. Like, I understand I'm not on your side. I'm not on his side. I'm here for the marriage. I'm on the marriage's side. And so bringing in that neutral party to kind of maybe sometimes just be an interpreter. Sometimes um, it's difficult to convey that message because you're not sure of what you're trying to say. So again, making sure that you're super duper clear about it, even writing it down and then, you know, going back to your spouse to say, um, you know, when I try to talk to you about this, it doesn't really feel like I'm being understood or like a piece is missing. Um, what, what are you understanding? What are you getting from what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. And so that I can better understand like what piece is missing. Because it could be like they're not they're not necessarily unsupportive. They just don't understand how we're gonna continue to live in this house if you quit your job. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> or, you know, or if it feels like they're constantly shooting you down and being a dream killer, um, is it that or or do they wanna make sure that you thought of all the possibilities mm. before, you know, we put this plan into action? Right. Like what happens if we have a pandemic? Right. What? How is that going to work? And in certain industries, you know that that's a big deal. Right. So, um, I don't, I don't take those questions, and you know, check yourself too to see if you're taking those questions or um, conversations personally. Mm-hmm. I try to kind of remove that piece out of it, um, and even just being very blunt to say, you know, it's a lot of resistance when we have this conversation. I want to make sure I'm not offending you that you don't feel like I'm talking down to you or like I'm, I'm trying to railroad you. So how can I approach you about this thing? Um, so that you know that I, I'm open to hearing what you're saying and I appreciate what you're saying to me and we don't get into any kind of issue about it or feel like the conversation is being avoided. Okay. Thank you. And I asked the question because, you know, there are some women out there who may feel like, you know, I, I want to do these things and I want to have this work life alignment, but I'm struggling in the communication side with my spouse. Mm-hmm. That was the reason why I asked, because, you know, sometimes it's hard talking to these jokers. Just it like, is. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard for them to talk to us too. So yeah. uh, thank you for answering that. So now I want to move on over to, and we hit on it a little bit, the mommy arena. How do okay. you talk to the kids and say, hey, this is what mommy has going on. Um, How do you still make them feel like you're their number one fan, even though you know you have, you know, some other obligations? So um, my daughter is the one that I communicate about about this with the most because she's older. Right. Um, But 
I think I have very candid conversations with them too, Mm -hmm. to, you know, and I, like my mom was so awesome. Mm -hmm. She was like, you know, a boss to me, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I was just so impressed with her career and her life. And I, and I just admired her so much. So I do, I did want that for my daughter. So she kind of has been along in the game too. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to look at office space, you know, we on Wayfair looking at couches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so she's also been very involved in the process and just kind of understanding that I'm always here for her. Mm-hmm. And so I had her actually kind of identify for me what are the things that are most important for her? Mm-hmm. What does she most want me to be there for? You know, and so they have um like these little fun run things at her school. So she really loves it when I come to that. So I don't care what's happening. I'm going to be at the fun run. She loves to have sleepovers where she and I stay up late 10 o'clock because I'm, I'm asleep. Okay. Um, you know, we get all the snacks and, you know, watch whatever movie yeah. she wants to watch and that kind of thing. So, you know, kind of just getting in tune with her about what is so important so I make sure I'm there for those moments Mm -hmm. and letting her know when I can't be um Mm -hmm. therefore you know some of maybe the smaller things that are not as important for her um and for my little spider-man you know I definitely take time to you know have breaks and and different things to make sure that I'm spending one-on-one time with him as well Mm -hmm. um he used to take naps so that was very helpful um (laughs) You know, but he'll go to bed and I don't, and I don't, and like, honestly, the fact of the matter is I do a lot of stuff after everybody goes to sleep. Mm, yeah. Like, that's just, it's quiet. Yeah. That's my time. Or I wake up before everybody gets up and try to knock out a couple of things if I need to. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, you know, the little ones, we got to make sure they understand. Yeah. They get their time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. As you saw before. Yes. <laughs> like when is when is this over? <laughs> right. And then I think the last um piece I want to cover is the social piece, right? Because okay. of course you're a part of a sorority and then you also have friends in the sorority mm-hmm. and outside of the sorority. You have family friends, you know, you may have other couples friends. So how do you work with that alignment as far as making sure that social peace is intact and especially now COVID-19 hashtag right. COVID-19 <laughs> like it's so funny because in the land of COVID I have been more social than I have ever been in a long time because I can show up for everything because right. it's usually on Zoom <laughs> but before that um you know, it is also that communication piece to let people know that this is what I'm doing. If I'm not available, it's not because I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't have time for you because I'm a firm believer that we make time for the things that we want to make time for. Um, so I will, you know, and I do kind of carve that space out in that flexibility piece. I carve those space spaces into my routines. Mm-hmm. to fit in that social piece so I have um two best friends and a sister mm-hmm. and then like you know the family and so I kind of 
carve out time of uh, my phone time. So in the morning, after everyone is fed, on my well, used to be on my way into work, whatever that looks like now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> before work starts, right. I will take you know thirty minutes and chit chat with my aunt or one of my friends. Um, kind of after work, after work, transitioning back somewhere. I love to talk in the car because it's easy, it's quiet, it, it's flexible. But um, having Zoom parties, we did have our couple trips that would happen next week. Okay. <laughs> feel bitter about that um you know and that is the time to completely unplug and just reconnect with my husband reconnect with other couples um so we can just kind of join in the spirit of marriage and uplift each other um and that that's still happening so now it's a virtual event <laughs> you know yeah so um and we kind of do things throughout the year to make sure that we're taking care of the couple because um going back to something you said before where people have a hierarchy of kind of, you know, God, um, spouse or family or whatever. Um, I think that for me, mm-hmm. the change really took effect and my world opened up so much when I said, God, me, mm. family, mm. and business. Mm. And it felt so wrong, so <laughs> wrong to do that. Because, you know, you can't be selfish. Like, that's the narrative. You can't, you can't do everything for yourself. You've got this whole family over here you created. It's not the kids' fault that they're here. Mm-hmm. But you cannot give people time and energy that you do not have mm-hmm. if you don't feel good. Yes, ma'am. You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So the idea of, you know, we, we have this, I think, in years past the glorification of busy like I'm hustling I'm doing this thing I'm you know I'm always on the grind or whatever um (laughs) right team mostly right it's important like that rest that restoration of energy that is what I need I am not about to be up to two in the morning I'm never (laughs) going to do that like it's got to be a lot happening for me to do that. Right. And that's, but I was doing it, you know, in the beginning of the business. And so mm-hmm. that's why I had to start using that intention piece because I don't want to do that. I'm not good for anybody if I've been up um, to two in the morning because my body can't sleep past seven o'clock. So right. it's, I'm no good. Um, so really just reworking that and um, help just prioritize and making sure I prioritize and really be conscious of doing less. But the things that I am doing, I'm showing up with all the energy as my best self. Then I can, I can rock it. Okay. I have no idea if that answered your question. It did. I asked you. Okay. In touch. <laughs> Socially. Okay. Yeah. So talked about the Zoom, the Zoom parties, you know, virtual mm-hmm. phone calls and all those different things. Um, that is so important. And I thank you for hitting on that piece too, because if you don't align it right, something's going to suffer, right? Mm-hmm. But there are some ways where you can, you know, give a little of yourself to each area and still... Absolutely. and all those different things because i'll be honest with you i used to be team no sleep yes literally team no sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um so it started off as a combination of insomnia 
And then I was like, oh, well, I'm up anyway. Let me just go ahead and do. And then after a while, I would go days without sleep and then just crash. Oh, wow. And then yeah. I, was, I was like, this is not healthy. And I finally mm-hmm. went to go see a therapist about some of the things yes. that would keep me up. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm team. Go to therapy. Yes. <laughs> Let's go find somebody. Sis, sis. Mm-hmm. Get your journal, but I need you to make that appointment too, right? <laughs> yes. Jesus, <laughs> therapy and journals, all of it. <laughs> Use them all. Use them all. Yeah. And I used to be like that. And then I, I realized that it wasn't healthy because it affected a lot of different things. Because when you don't sleep and now I'm trying to, you know, uh, five hour energies for me to stay up and, you know, Mm -hmm. my body started doing all these weird things. And then, you know, I would be grouchy or, you know, my husband looking at me like, you must have been up (laughs) since three. Oh yeah. I've been up. I've been up and doing it. Right. And I would have this mindset where I was being productive. Mm-hmm. And in some cases I was, and in some cases I'm like, oh, it's time for me to get ready for work. And I couldn't even tell you what I was doing because I was probably scrolling <laughs> 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 and doing different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, yes, that is, I love your God, me, family career. And that's so important. And we, we talk it, let's be honest. A lot of us talk it, right? But how many of us are actually being intentional of hey. <laughs> sure that we're taking care of ourselves? And I was going to ask you about the guilt, right? Because I had a mm-hmm. young lady ask me the other day, she was like, well, how do I do this without feeling guilty, right? Like, how do I take myself without feeling guilty, take care of myself without feeling guilty? And I said, oh, honey, you have to get over that. Because guess what? I said, and this isn't a bash on the husbands, but I said, Watch your husband. Your husband's sitting on that couch. Hey, kids run on somebody, <laughs> and he don't feel guilty about nothing. And we running around as soon as the kid calls us. Yeah, what you need? What? As soon as the phone ring, you're doing all these different things. And I said, that's something you're gonna have to learn to work through, because if you can't take care of yourself, like you said, you're not gonna be any good to anyone else. Y'all mm-hmm. do a whole lot of paraphrasing, and so I'm just. I'm wrapping it up. No, that's perfect. (laughs) But but in that, I think too, one of the key things is adding that intentional piece. Because like you said, you take intentional breaks. Mm -hmm. Every Thursday, was it? You take a break. That is your time to stop and restore. And and that's the thing is that when we put ourselves on our to-do list, when we put ourselves on the calendar, then we don't have to feel guilty because everybody knows it's coming. Like I literally have to write down in my planner because I'm still a pen and paper planning person. Uh Like I have to write down back in the day when I used to get a mani-pedi that that was happening. (laughs) You know, if there's a movie coming out or I'll just put rest Mm -hmm. in there because that is my time. And so I've already made it clear because once you have intention and then you have clear communication, of expectations to say, hey, babe, um, tomorrow's my rest day here. I know what that means. You got you waking up, <laughs> you on breakfast, you probably on lunch, and you might be on dinner, depending on what kind of week I had. <laughs> 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 but 
you know but the kids also know like you can ask mommy to watch a movie with you Mm -hmm. um we can hang out but like physical activities get in this backyard and you think you better get my hair wet i can't do it (laughs) today no so really you know taking those breaks with intention to say i I make sure that i'm off i have a three-day weekend at least once a month i need that right it's like clockwork. It has to happen. And so then I don't feel bad. I'm like, okay, I know they need an appointment. You know, this time I need to squeeze them in. No, I'm off. That's that's time for me. Because they used to eat me up. Like, I love my clients. I love being there for them. But I'm no good for them if I'm overtired. So right. now that is, that's my block of time, whatever that looks like. Um, and everybody is aware. And it's okay. Dope. Y'all hear that? Take that time yeah. out, write it down in your planner mm-hmm. if you old school like us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put the reminder on your phone if you need exactly. to. And communicate with those around you why you need that time. And that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Not that it might happen, but that is going right. to happen. <laughs> yes, there's no such thing as try. You do it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Oh, man. Ma'am, you have dropped some valuable jewels, which I was not, I'm not surprised. I'm just like, man, I couldn't write it down fast enough. So when I go through my recap, um, yes, I'm super excited. Like, and what I like is that the things that you have said that you've done, anyone listening can do them, right? Absolutely. And it's just a matter about, it's just a matter of taking the time out, well, making the time to actually do it. And I always like, so I used to always say, oh, I got to take time. No, I need to make time because if I try and take it, somebody else is really going to take my time. So let Mm -hmm, me mm -hmm. take the time to get it done. So I do appreciate every jewel that you have dropped. Um, I wrote some stuff down. I'm going to have to go back and put it in my little toolbox. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Especially the you know, just the communicating with your spouse. Because I'm one of the ones, sometimes I take it personal. Don't you think I've okay. done all this stuff already? And he, <laughs> but my husband is an analyst and he analyzes mm-hmm. everything. And I'm the free spirit. Like, oh, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go here. I'm going to, and he comes to me like, so did you think about, don't you think I thought about that already? And then he just looked at me and I'd be like, you know, a couple of hours later, I come back and be like, oh, yeah. you was right. You know, <laughs> you know, I was passionate about what I was doing. And yes. you, but I appreciate that because he's not going to let me just go out there and do whatever. And then mm-hmm. now we both looking crazy, got no money in the bank, and we're trying exactly. to figure out what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because these big ideas, they are they can get real big and expensive. So yes. we have to be mindful. <laughs> Yes, so I do appreciate that. Um, And I love talking to you all because I always walk away with a few things, right? Um, That routine thing, I'm going to attempt that a little bit more. Um, Only because I am a free spirit and I'm impulsive, not as much since um, the stay-at-home order. So I've been home a little bit more and I've been able to focus a little bit more. So I'm definitely going to 
I'm work on that. Now, journaling, I got that down. I'm not as mm-hmm. consistent, but when I need to do it, I do it. So mm-hmm. I do appreciate you mentioning that because I'm a big advocate for a notebook. I don't care if it's a spiral notebook. I don't care if it's leather I don't care if it's a little legal pad. <laughs> I post it. <laughs> and for the new people, voice memos, those work too. Right. Um, I don't deal with the technology folks. I need it in hand. It helps me remember. Yes. So thank you for dropping those jewels right there. Um, and for any woman or you know person listening, um, yes, please just take some time out and kind of, you know, put some of these things into practice. I really think that it's going to help you with your work life alignment. (laughs) So sis, for the young lady or super fabulous lady listening right now, Mm-hmm. who may need some assistance with aligning work and other parts of her life, what words of encouragement do you have for her? Um, definitely, first thing first, get super clear on what you want and why. That is your, that's your GPS. You can't tell the GPS, I want to go shopping with where what what we doing (laughs) so if you're not clear everything else will be muddled so get clear on what you want why you want it set that intention um but be flexible in your methods and very patient with yourself because a lot of times we want to jump from a to z and we skipped all the letters in between um (laughs) so you know um just be patient and give yourself grace because it may not be something that you knew how to do. Like I said, I know how to do counseling. I don't know how to do all the other businessy things that go along with it. So understand that little by little, it will get done. And slow progress is better than none. So, you know, we, we got to remember that. Um, but most importantly, do not let yourself fall off of your own to-do list. If you need a break, take your breaks if you need to go harder go harder whatever that is just continue to check in with yourself to identify um what it is that you need so that you can show up as your best for everyone else um and lastly tap into that support system whatever that is if you have if you do have a spouse if you have friends if you have parents um whoever it is that can hold you um when you cry or whatever tap into that support system and ask for help um, because if we don't communicate what we need, people cannot fix what they don't know about. Some more jewels, y'all. Support systems. Yes. That's a whole other other thing, how to tap into that support system and ask for help. That's a whole other thing. I'm going to have to bring you back for that one. I'm I'm ready. Well, thank you for the words of encouragement. So I will be honest with you. I know this was our first time sitting down and talking with each other, but I have had a blast. This has been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I just, I really do appreciate you taking the time out to share your story about work-life alignment Um, your mission, you know, and how you're helping the community and families. And before we wrap up, 
would like to ask you to speak light into the she speaks. Okay. So ladies and any gentlemen, if you're listening, we appreciate you too, gentlemen. Um, just understand that it is so important to set intentions for your life. Um, I'm not going to be long-winded because I'm about to go real real long about it. But no. um, <laughs> as Mama Oprah says, and this moved me so much, and so I just want to give this to other people, um, we don't get a life we want. We get the life we intend. Hmm. So in all things, be intentional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted you to go long, but what you said was very important because we all have this idea of the life that we want. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it doesn't end up that way. No. And we have to be, and I know I keep saying it, but you picked a power word, ma'am. Yes. <laughs> On purpose. No. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm definitely going to bring you back, Manny. Yay! Some other. I would love it because I <laughs> look. I could have. I could have done this for another two hours. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to make sure that we, you know, work on that work life alignment. Yes, stay focused. Right, because I'm like a squirrel. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> and so, thank you for that. Even though it was short it it, your word is a power word that's all I can say right now like that's where you left me because now I'm thinking about all of these different things and even when I go to watch tv I'm gonna be like what's my intention with this tv show yes like what is this show what is this show doing for me because sometimes it's like is this just entertainment or do I need to check out you know do I need to learn something like what does this block of time need to be for? So that intention is when you start to think about it, it's going to, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Yep. So there you have it, dope souls. Alex is over here changing lives and changing the game. (laughs) Hey, I'm here for it. Thank you. (laughs) So life has been spoken. Um, Alex, like I said, thank you again for the interview. I really appreciate it. Um, I made the call and you answered. And that means a lot. Um, Sisters, members of the Dope Soul crew, thank you for being a valued listener as always to the She Speaks podcast. Uh, Remember, we all have a story to tell and someone needs to hear yours because when they do, it's going to help them reach their destiny. So thank you all for listening. And until next time, be dope. Sis, thank you for listening to the She Speaks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on your social media platforms with your family, friends, and coworkers. I would also love to hear how the show has impacted you in your life. Feel free to leave me a message via Anchor or follow me on Instagram at the She Speaks. Until next time, walk in who you are, adjust your crown, and stand tall, sis. We all have a story to tell 
And there's someone out there who needs to hear yours.